Daniel chapter 3, verses 16 to 25. Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego replied to him, King Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it, and he will deliver us from your majesty's hand. But even if he does not, we want you to know, your majesty, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar was furious with Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, and his attitude towards them changed. He ordered the furnace to be heated seven times hotter than usual and commanded some of the strongest soldiers in his army to tie up Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego and throw them into the blazing furnace. So these men, wearing their robes, trousers, turbans and other clothes, were bound and thrown into the blazing furnace. The king's command was so urgent and the furnace so hot that the flames of the fire killed the soldiers who took up Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. And these three men, firmly tied, fell into the blazing furnace. Then King Nebuchadnezzar leaped to his feet in amazement and asked his advisers, weren't there three men that we tied up and threw into the fire? They replied, certainly, your majesty. He said, look, I see four men walking around in the fire, unbound and unharmed, and the fourth looks like a son of the gods. Nebuchadnezzar then approached the opening of the blazing furnace and shouted, Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out, come here. So Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego came out of the fire and the satraps, prefects, governors and royal advisers crowded around them. They saw that the fire had not harmed their bodies, nor was a hair of their head singed. The roads were not scorched and there was no smell of fire on them. Morning. It's so good to be with you today. Um, hopefully, with the news on Monday of progress towards coming out of lockdown, there's a bit more of a positive feeling. And the sun's come out too in the last few days. And wasn't it just brilliant to have Jimmy back with us again? Amazing. You know, the story uh, of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego is so exciting. And Jimmy shared it in such a, an excellent way. It's, it's one of those stories from the Bible that will be familiar to many of us comes from the book of Daniel, chapter three, and it's about events that took place over two and a half thousand years ago. Uh, just to remind you that this is the last in a series of five talks based on Daniel. We've had stand out, stand up, stand strong, stand in faith, and today stand firm in the fire. The events are based in Babylon, in, in modern day uh, Iraq, about 500 miles east of Jerusalem. The people of, Dru of Judah had been taken into captivity to a foreign land with a, a pagan culture. 
The king, Nebuchadnezzar, full of his own importance, builds a huge statue, 30 metres tall. At a certain time, at the set signal, when the music played, everyone was expected to drop everything to bow down and worship the image. It became known that three young foreign guys from Judah who had been placed in trusted positions refused to play ball. No, they were very clear, standing firm in their commitment to and trusting God. Verses 17 and 18 of Daniel 3 tell us this. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it, and he would deliver us from your majesty's hand. But even if he does not, we want you to know, your majesty, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold that you've set up. You see, either way, they weren't being swayed. And we know the rest of the story. They're thrown into the furnace but remain untouched by the fire. But hang on. They're not alone. There's a fourth person there with them. Who exactly it was, we don't know. Some suggest it was Jesus himself. But whoever it was, God's presence was there with them in the fire. And they come through unharmed. And God's name was honoured in a remarkable way. It's amazing. You know, there are times in all our lives when it can feel as though we're going through the fire in some way or other. And that may be true for you now, perhaps directly related to the pandemic, perhaps not. And if not currently, then you can no doubt look back at times when it was really tough. It could be a health crisis, a relationship under pressure, financial crisis, perhaps in the context of work or public life. Whatever it may be, we have a choice to make. Do we continue to trust God and look to him to stand firm in the fire? Or are we tempted to look elsewhere to be distracted. There are two key points I'd like to draw from the text today. Firstly, the three guys were committed to trusting in God, whatever the outcome, whether they survive the fire or not. Secondly, in the most challenging place, in the heart of the furnace, they were not alone. God was there with them. Some of you will know that I had a brother who moved to New Zealand with his family around 26 years ago. 15 years ago, having retired at 60, in the period of a few months, he was firstly diagnosed with bladder cancer and then a form of leukemia. And over the next nine or 10 years, he journeyed with those conditions in a remarkable way. And I was able to share the last five years of his journey very closely with business trips I was making regularly to that part of the world. And over that time, you know, I never heard him complain once to God or anyone else. He remained focused on God and his trust in him never wavered. And the impact on others over that time was profound, even when his health was waning. Graham had lots of sayings and and one of the ones he used often was that in tough times, you either get bitter or better. You have a choice. And by better, you didn't necessarily mean physically better, but in the way that you think and behave in your relationship and trust in God. Sadly, he died five years ago, but leaves an amazing legacy. We've seen it closer to home, too, in our own church family. And I hope they don't mind me mentioning them. But for Nigel and Jill and Mike and Naomi and more recently, Annie and Matt, all have faced really tough issues, but have stood firm and experienced the presence of God in the fire in remarkable ways. 
And just as for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, God was there with them. And through that experience, God's name was honoured. Sometimes the period of intense pressure in the fire can be relatively short, sometimes over a much more extended period. Sometimes it can be hidden and unnoticed, perhaps caring long term for a loved one journeying with physical or mental health issues. And whatever our experience, remember that message from Jimmy, you can stand in the fire with God right next to you. Let me leave you with a few more verses, this time from Isaiah chapter 43. It's a very special uh, few verses, uh, and I've really uh, been blessed by them hugely over the last year. They're verses at the beginning of the chapter. Let me, let me read them. They say this. It says, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I've summoned you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I'll be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, they will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Saviour. And it goes on to say, since you are precious and honoured in my sight, and because I love you. Again, it speaks of God's presence with us. No matter how tough the situation, he will always be there. But he goes on to speak of the reasons why. It says, because we're precious and honoured in his sight and because he loves us. Let's take that in and bathe, as it were, in the truth of those words. Listen, you and I are precious in God's sight. Yes, it's true. There are times when we really struggle with the truth of those words, but they are absolutely true. And this morning, let's take hold of them. And during the coming week, remind yourself that the God who created the universe and holds it in his hand loves you. He thinks you're precious. He wants to honour you. Wow. As we finish, let me pray those verses over you, if I may. Even now, wherever you are, put your phone down, close your eyes and listen to the truth of these words for you, for each of you this morning. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I'll be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. For I am the Lord, your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Saviour, since you are precious and honoured in my sight and because I love you. Amen to that. Bless you all. It's been great to be with you and to share with you this morning. And uh, hey, hopefully it won't be too long before we can see each other again in person. Wouldn't that be great? Bless you all. All the best.